0: Just a quick note before we get started that this is part of our Blast from the Past series where we celebrate one of the incredible women in tech from our archive. And if you're a new listener or you're just looking to be inspired, dig into the back catalog. There are literally hundreds of stories to choose from. Enjoy the episode.
1: It was sort of um, getting out of uh, my comfort zone because before that I was quite the, you know, behind the computer type analyst who goes crunching the numbers. And there's somebody else who's like the front runner... My name is Espri Devorah, host
0: of the Women in Tech show know what resources, mentors, and life situations they accessed in order to get to where they are today. Enjoy. This
2: episode is powered by the Swiss Entrepreneurship Program. We are helping enhancing the startup ecosystems in six different countries, four of which are based in the Balkans. And you get to meet really amazing people here. And not just that you share your know-how, you also get to learn a lot from these people here. My name is Nina Nikolic, and I am the Manager of Entrepreneurs in Residence and Ecosystem Facilitator for the Swiss Entrepreneurship Program here in Macedonia.
0: Thank you so much for powering the Women in Tech pod podcast. Welcome back to the Women in Tech podcast, empowering and celebrating women in tech around the world. We are in Skopje, Macedonia right now, and I am here with South Central Ventures, not the South Central in Los Angeles, an incredibly robust, amazing, innovative South Central here in Skopje. Welcome. Hi, happy to be here. Um, So go ahead and introduce yourself uh, and tell us a little bit about who
1: you are and what you do. Okay, so um, I'm Ivana, and um, uh, I'm an investment manager for South Central Ventures. I've uh, been with the fund for the since its inception uh, three years ago. I more or less uh, helped manage set up the operation in uh, Skopje, and uh, I run the the office here, and I'm responsible for. Uh, macedonia albania and kosovo and a bit of and a bit of bosnia it's a bit of a logistical thing so we try try to uh, spend more time as much time as we can in these countries um what to say about myself Uh, i i kind of ended up here very randomly Uh, i worked as a, a management consultant for eight and a half almost nine years before that and um in that time, I had a lot of experience. Um, it was sort of a diverse um, environment, and I really liked it. And in the, past, uh, the last two years of, of working there, we kind of started trying to get companies uh, access to cap- uh, capital. So we started working on the sell side. Uh, and uh, in, in that process, we, we basically, I basically learned the entire, uh, the entire thing in a way, preparing them and attracting investors. So with, when this opportunity uh, knocked on the door... It was, um, you know, it it usually goes that way. I know a friend who knows a friend who knows a friend, and they thought of me that I would be good for this opportunity. So I just had, okay, maybe it's time to just uh, change hats and see what it feels like on the other side.
0: And when did your journey start? Were you interested in technology and in
1: business, uh, like, growing up? Well, that's really a funny story because I uh, I graduated from the economic faculty uh, uh, here in uh, Skopje, and, uh, and um, I was a finance major. But when I started, I really didn't like that, so I did a bunch of other things during the during my my studies. Uh, one one big thing was uh, I be, I was part of the this student run organization ISEC. I don't know if you've heard it. It's quite big in Europe. Yeah. So um, at, at that point, I really thought that I was going to pursue a career and, I don't know, maybe project management or even human resources and all these other soft, uh, soft, softer areas. And finance was not really something that I really wanted to do. So by the time I was uh, nearing graduation, I was looking for something which was like Sort of not uh, the regular way that my peers used to go. I mean, most of my friends started working for banks or, or corporations. I was, I was to- totally, I was totally aware that the, the, the corporate sector thing was not my scene. So I was trying to find something, anything different. And uh, this internship at the consulting company, I didn't really even know what a consulting what consulting meant at that time. It was like okay. There are two founders, and I will be their first employee. I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was an interesting journey because I... Um, and this was my first sort of experience in the whole entrepreneurship scene because, as I said, it's it was just the two of them, the two partners. And um, I was there from day one, and I stayed for over eight years, which was... I know crazy from this perspective, but the, the environment was so uh, different and dynamic that I really didn't need anything else. And it didn't require specializing in any areas. Um, it didn't involve a lot of tech though. I mean, I got my first computer when I was at the university, so I was a low tech right? person and um i i didn't know much about the space i mean probably just like any other random person uh, not not a lot until i actually got into the fund but that opened up a whole lot of uh, uh, there was a whole new field to explore and uh, as as one of my like core drivers in life is is the 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 will and the the uh, the learning drive so it was like okay I'm definitely going to get into this and then the first year was, it was a bit hard because I, I didn't know anything I mean and everything has a special short, uh, sh- sh- abbreviation and, and yeah. shortcut in this space I actually had an excel spreadsheets where I was keeping notes of everything that I was learning in the process but three years in I, I think I have a I'm still not a techie or oh, but I know a lot about technology now and I can even talk to um IT people and understand where they're coming from so i I, I don't know I don't know the language uh, but I, I I understand sort of the philosophy in a way
0: and uh what would you say is one huge obstacle that you've successfully overcome and how did you overcome it
1: Obstacle. Yeah, we, we have those here a lot. <laughs> it's sort of, a, I think it's, a, it's sort of a normal thing because, uh, uh, or normal thing for us to have hurdles all the time and to, to have to jump through hoops about the, the regular things. So, so it's like when you go outside and, and you see that the system actually works and you say, like, okay, this is not a challenge. But like on a personal personal level, um, I don't know, maybe the leap that I, I had to take when I jump, jumped into this line of work. It's like, I thought it would be easier because you're on the side of the where you actually have the funds and everybody wants to uh, approach you. Right. But it really isn't all that easy to find the right type of, of people and, and companies to actually. Um, give them the funds. So I think the, the switch was was quite a challenge. I mean, the first year um, of, of setting the whole thing up here and, uh, and and getting into the community, it was sort of um, getting out of uh, my comfort zone because before that I was quite the, you know, behind the computer type analyst who goes crunching the numbers right. and there's somebody else who's like the front runner and is uh, the person who you associate um, either the brand or whatever the business is doing so I do the the background work or the back end yeah yeah and uh, and all of a sudden I had to be sort of in the in the limelight and and everybody was looking at me and waiting for me to say something so I had to just like step out of the shadows and take on this role which was I don't consider myself as like naturally extroverted and so I had to like learn the whole thing and and ease into it. What do you what do you look for in entrepreneurs and companies? Well, because we we invest in quite early stages, so uh, the primarily the main thing is that we see that the team has the potential to execute. So it's usually a combination of um, of people with um, with tech skills on one hand, so that they are able to develop or have been uh, proven to, to be able to develop what they want to deliver to the market. But on the other side, it has to be a combo of, of somebody who's also, um, who knows the market and who knows how to sell and uh, the business development side. So the team is the, the most crucial uh, element. Of it all, so the technology itself it doesn't have to be like uh, something that the market has not seen yet. But if they can um, they can prove that there is a sustainable competitive advantage and that they can reach uh, the clients and they can um, the clients basically love the product and are willing to pay for it, then then it's a winning combination.
0: And um, what would you say is your favorite tech tool, app, website? Um,
1: okay, this is gonna take a while. <laughs> uh, what I'm using, I what I'm using on a daily basis is Evernote. Oh, so, I love Evernote. yeah. So, yeah. It, so it helps a lot with organizing everything because like, we have the meetings and the events and I can, uh, so probably this would be the one thing that's...
0: Evernote is, it lives on your phone, it lives on your desktop, it yeah. lives on, it lives wherever you need yeah. it to live and you just, it's literally every note, yeah. but it's yeah. Evernote, but yeah. it's every note you could possibly yeah. add to it. And what does a day in your life look like?
1: A day in my life? Uh, okay, so we also knew i still do have to spend a lot of time behind the um, uh, the computer which is i uh, i think for me it's sort of a, the resting period where i just um, do we where when i work on a certain projects and I, I need to prepare a proposal so there's also a lot of research which is something very yeah very soothing for me uh, but um a regular day well we have um A couple of meetings for sure with the potential companies or startups or anybody who wants to get more information or is even in fundraising process. And uh, here and there, uh, there's usually some after-work events where we participate either as mentors or trainings or uh, like the one we had yesterday, like the Global Entrepreneurship Week thing where uh, we either go on panels or and try to be more out there and, right. uh, in the community to just let them know we're here and that we can help in the process.
0: And if there's one... Piece of, of advice or something like the best thing that you've learned in your professional journey. What would what, what has been that inspiring advice moment?
1: Yeah, I would. I would go back definitely to to this core value of um, of a continuous learning thing because nobody nobody can all cannot. I mean, you cannot know everything. So uh, just being open and. Um, sharing what you're working on with other people and getting their feedback it's it's like uh, probably the most like valuable thing and being open to constantly question whatever it is that you're at uh, so that you can grow further
0: is this the first podcast you've been on yeah i think so Yeah, <laughs> so crazy where can people connect with you online preferably linkedin
1: and if it's if it's work related, but I'm also on Facebook,
0: and, and I don't use any other social media. And can you spell your name for everybody for LinkedIn?
1: I V N N A S T A N K O V I C. And where can they find out more about um, South Central Ventures? Well, they can go to the web page um, sc uh, the dash yeah. yeah, dot com. Or we also have a Facebook page, which is uh, something that we use to uh, spread the news. And I think we're also on LinkedIn as well.
0: Well, I'm happy to have had you on the Women in Tech podcast. It's been incredible. If you want to connect with more extraordinary women in tech around the world, remember to go to womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. Takes you straight to the Facebook group. Say hello on social, at Women in Tech Show, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. I will talk to you guys, see you guys, hear you guys in the next episode. Bye.
1: Bye. I'm Ivana Stanković. I'm an investment manager at South Central Ventures. I'm based in Skopje, Macedonia. You can get more information about our work on sc-ventures.com. You're listening to Women in Tech.
0: It would not be possible to celebrate all these women in tech who have been extraordinary here in the Balkan region without the Swiss Entrepreneurship Program. And I'd like to welcome Nina to talk a little bit about what Swiss EP is. Thank you so much for powering the Women in Tech podcast.
2: We are helping enhancing the startup ecosystems in six different countries, four of which are based in the Balkans. We are working in emerging markets and supporting young entrepreneurs, but also the supporting organizations like Incubator Accelerator. We started a program called Entrepreneurs in Residence, which means that experts can come and work with our startup founders here and startup teams and supporting organizations We cover accommodation and travel expenses and you get to meet really amazing people here and not just that you share your know-how, you also get to learn a lot from these people here. My name is Nina Nikolic and I am the manager of entrepreneurs in residence and ecosystem facilitator for the Swiss entrepreneurship program here in Macedonia.
0: To find out more about the Swiss entrepreneurship program, go to entrepreneur-in-residence.net.